Three of the Bible and the Holy Spirit order for Friday, September 18th, first segment, Psalm 112, Proverbs 18, Numbers chapter 5. Won't you pray with us, please? Good morning, Father. You are an awesome God, full of mercy and grace. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your patience with us. We need you and got to have you. Thank you for the ministry you have shown in your word that you have given me and all believers that Jesus is the Christ sent by the Father who was born as a babe by a virgin who went about his business at his father's house, was subject to his parents, grew in stature, and had favor in God and man taught many others the principles of God 2,000 years ago that I am joyfully shackled to today and am joyful because of the word and the obedience we are to the life, the way, the truth, who gave his life cause of his love because there had to be a sacrifice, the shedding of blood for the remission of sin. I am so thankful, Father, that you accepted the sacrifice of Jesus and accepted his prayer that we become one as you, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are one. You, the Son of God, died on the cross, put in the grave, and rose again on the third day. I pray for others to believe and know of a certainty that Jesus is coming back. Dear Dad, if we open up your book and read your word back to you, you open up our hearts, open up our minds, Open up our eyes and open up our ears. Give us knowledge. Give us wisdom. Give us understanding. Thank you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, for all you have done. Amen. Psalm 112. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. His generation of upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man showeth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemy. He hath dispersed. He hath given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The wicked shall see it and be grieved. He shall gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. Psalm 112, amen. Proverbs chapter 18. Though desire a man, through desire a man, Having separated himself, seeketh an intermeddle with all wisdom. A fool have no delight in understanding, but that his heart may discover itself. 
When the wicked cometh, then cometh also contempt, and with ignominy reproach. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. It is not good to accept the person of the wicked, to overthrow the righteous in judgment. A fool's lips and in the contention, and his mouth calleth for strokes. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. He also that is slothful in his work is brother to him that is a great waster. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous running into it and is safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, and has a high wall in his own conceit. Before destruction the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. He that answers matter before he hears it is folly and shame unto him. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, better than the spirit who can bear. The heart of the prudent getteth knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. A man's gift maketh room for him, and bringeth him before great men. He that is first in his own cause seemeth just, but his neighbor cometh and searcheth him. The lot causes contention to cease, and parteth between the mighty. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and their contentions are like the bars of a castle. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Whoso findeth the wise findeth a good thing, and obtain in favor of the Lord. The poor uses entreaties, but the rich answereth roughly. A man that hath friends must shew himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Proverbs 18, Amen. Numbers chapter 5. And Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Command the children of Israel, that they put out of the camp every leper, and every one that hath an issue, and whosoever is defiled by the dead. Both male and female shall you put out, without the camp shall you put them, that they defile not their camps in the midst whereof I dwell. And the children of Israel did so, and put them out without the camp, as the Lord spake unto Moses, so did the children of Israel. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, When a man or woman shall commit any sin that men commit to do a trespass against the Lord, and that person be guilty, then they shall confess their sin which they have done. And he shall recompense this trespass with the principle thereof, and add unto it the fifth part thereof, and give it unto him against whom he hath trespassed. But if the man have no kinsman to recompense the trespass unto, let the trespass be recompensed unto the Lord, even to the priest, beside the ram of the atonement, whereby an atonement shall be made for him. And every offering of all the holy things of the children of Israel, which they bring unto the priest, shall be his. And every man's hallowed thing shall be his. Whatsoever any man giveth the priest, it shall be his. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, 
If any man's wife go aside and commit a trespass against him, and a man lie with her carnally, and it be hid from the eyes of her husband, and be kept close, and she be defiled, and there be no witness against her, neither she be taken with the manner. And the spirit of jealousy shall come upon him, and he be jealous of his wife, and she be defiled. Or if the spirit of jealousy come upon him, and he be jealous of his wife, and she be not defiled, then shall the man bring his wife unto the priest, and he shall bring her offering for her the tenth part of an ephah of barley meal. He shall pour no oil upon it, nor put frankincense thereon, for it is an offering of jealousy, an offering of memorial, bringing iniquity to remembrance. And the priest shall bring her near, and set her before the Lord. And the priest shall take holy water in an earthen vessel, and of the dust that is in the floor of the tabernacle, the priest shall take and put it into the water. And the priest shall set the woman before the Lord, and uncover the woman's head, and put the offering memorial in her hands, which is the jealousy offering. And the priest shall have in his hand the bitter water that causes the curse. And the priest shall charge her by an oath, and say unto the woman, If no man have lain with thee, and if thou hast not gone aside to uncleanness with another instead of thy husband, be thou free from this bitter water that causes the curse. But if thou hast gone aside to another instead of thy husband, if thou be defiled, and some man have lain with thee beside thy husband, then the priest shall charge a woman with an oath of cursing. And the priest shall say unto the woman, The Lord make thee a curse and an oath among thy people. When the Lord doth make thy thigh to rot, and thy belly to swell, and this water that causes the curse shall go into thy bowels, to make thy belly to swell, and thy thigh to rot. The woman shall say, Amen, Amen. And the priest shall write these curses in a book, and he shall blot them out with the bitter water. And he shall cause the woman to drink the bitter water that causes the curse. And the water that causes the curse shall enter into her and become bitter. Then the priest shall take the jealousy offering out of the woman's hand and shall wave the offering before the Lord and offer it up on the altar. And the priest shall take a handful of the offering, even the memorial thereof, and burn her up on the altar. And afterwards shall cause a woman to drink the water. And when he hath made her to drink the water, then it shall come to pass that, if she be defiled and have done trespass against her husband, that the water that causes the curse shall enter into her and become bitter, and her belly shall swell and her thighs shall rot, and the woman shall be a curse among her people. And if the woman be not defiled, but be clean, then she shall be free, and shall conceive seed. This is the law of jealousies, when a wife goes aside to another instead of her husband, and is defiled. Or when the spirit of jealousy cometh up one man, and he be jealous over his wife, and shall set the woman before the Lord, and the priest shall execute upon her all this law, 
Then shall the man be guiltless from iniquity, and this woman shall bear her iniquity. Numbers chapter 5, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit, order the first segment for Friday, September 18th, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit, order the second segment for Friday, September 18th, Numbers chapter 6, 7, 8, 9. Numbers chapter 6. And our Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speaking to the children of Israel, and saying to them, when either man or woman shall separate themselves to vow a vow of a Nazarite to separate themselves unto the Lord, he shall separate himself from wine and strong drink, and shall drink no vinegar of wine or vinegar of strong drink, neither shall he drink any liquor or of grapes, nor eat moist grapes or dried. All the days of his separation shall he eat nothing that is made of the vine tree, from the kernels even to the husk. All the days of the vow of his separation, there shall no razor come upon his head until the days be fulfilled, in the which he separated himself unto the Lord. He shall be holy, and shall let the locks of the hair of his head grow all the days that he separated himself unto the Lord. He shall come at no dead body. He shall not make himself unclean for his father or for his mother for his brother or for his sister when they die because the consecration of his God is upon his head all the days of his separation he is holy unto the Lord and if any man die very suddenly by him and he will devour the head of his consecration then he shall shave his head in the day of his cleansing on the seventh day shall he shave it and on the eighth day he shall bring two turtles or two young pigeons to the priests to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. The priest shall offer the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering, and make an atonement for him. For that he sinned by the dead, and shall hollow his head that same day. And he shall consecrate unto the Lord the days of his separation, and shall bring a lamb of the first year for a trespass offering. But the days that were before shall be lost, because his separation was defiled. And this is the law of the Nazarite. When the days of his separation are fulfilled, he shall be brought into the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and he shall offer his offering unto the Lord, one he lamb of the first year without blemish for a burnt offering, and one ewe lamb of the first year without blemish for a sin offering, and one ram without blemish for peace offerings. And a basket of unleavened bread, cakes of fine flour mingled with oil, and wafers of unleavened bread anointed with oil, and their meat offering, and their drink offerings. And the priest shall bring them before the Lord, and shall offer his sin offering, and his burnt offering. And he shall offer the ram for a sacrifice of peace offerings unto the Lord. With the basket of unleavened bread, the priest shall offer also his meat offering, and his drink offering. And the Nazarite shall shave his head of his separation at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and shall take the hair of the head of his separation, and put it in the fire, which is under sacrifice of the peace offerings. And the priest shall take the side and the shoulder of the ram, and one unleavened cake out of the basket, 
one unleavened wafer, and she'll put them up on the hands of the Nazarite. After the hair of the separation is shaven, and the priest shall wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. This is holy for the priest, with the wave breast and heave shoulder, and after that the Nazarite may drink wine. This is the law of the Nazarite who hath vowed, and of his offering unto the Lord for his separation. Beside that, that his hand shall get, according to the vow which he vowed, so he must do after the law of his separation. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and unto his sons, saying, On this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, The Lord bless thee, and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee, and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee, and give thee peace. And they shall put away my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Numbers chapter 6, amen. Numbers chapter 7. And it came to pass on the day that Moses had fully set up the tabernacle, and had anointed it, and sanctified it and all the instruments thereof, both the altar and all the vessels thereof, and had anointed them and sanctified them, that the princes of Israel, heads of the house of their fathers, who were the princes of the tribes, and were over them that were numbered, offered. And they brought their offerings before the Lord, six covered wagons and twelve oxen, a wagon for two of the princes, and for each one an ox. And they brought them before the tabernacle, the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take it of them, that they may be to do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. And thou shalt give unto them, unto the Levites, they every man according to his service. And Moses took the wagons and the oxen, and gave them unto the Levites. Two wagons and four oxen he gave unto the sons of Gershon, according to their service. And four wagons and eight oxen he gave unto the sons of Merari, according unto their service, under the hand of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. But unto the sons of Kohath he gave none, because the service of the sanctuary belongeth unto them, was that they should bear upon their shoulders. And the princes offered for dedicating of the altar in the day that it was anointed. Even the princes offered their offering before the altar. Now the Lord said unto Moses, They shall offer their offering, each prince on his day, for the dedicating of the altar. And he that offered his offering the first day was Nashon, the son of Amminadab of the tribe of Judah. And his offering was one silver charger. The weight thereof was a hundred and thirty shekels. One silver bowl of seventy shekels. After the shekel of the sanctuary. Both of them were full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering. One spool of ten shekels of gold, full of incense. One young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering. One kid of the goats, for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Nashon, the son of Amenadab. On the second day, Nathanael, the son of Zuar, prince of Eshashar, did offer. 
he offered for the offering one silver charger, the weight whereof was a hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mingled with oil for the meat offering, one spool of gold of ten shekels, full of incense, one young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering, one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice a peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Nathanael, the son of Zur. On the third day, Eliab, the son of Helan, prince of the children of Zebulun, did offer. His offering was one silver charger, the weight thereof was a hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mingled with oil for a meat offering, one golden spoon of ten shekels, full of incense, one young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year, for a burnt offering, one kid of the goats for sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Eliab, the son of Hell. On the fourth day, Eliezer, the son of Shedeur, prince of the children of Reuben, did offer. His offering was one silver charger of the weight of a hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels. After the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of the fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering. One golden spoon of ten shekels full of incense. One young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering. One kid of the goats for a sin offering. And for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Eliezer, the son of Shadur. On the fifth day, Shilamiho, the son of Zerashadadai, prince of the children of Simeon, did offer. His offering was one silver charger. The weight whereof was a hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mingled with oil for me offering, one golden spoon of ten shekels, out full of incense, one young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering, one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Shelemiel, the son of Zerah Shaddai. On the sixth day, Eliaseth, the son of Deol, prince of the children of Gad, offered. His offering was one silver charger of the weight of a hundred and thirty shekels, a silver bowl seventy shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mingled with oil for me offering. One golden spoon of ten shekels, full of incense, one young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year, for a burnt offering. One kid of the goats for a sin offering. And for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Elisaph, the son of Duol. On the seventh day, Elishiamah, 
the son of Amahud, prince of the children of Ephraim, offered. His offering was one silver charger, the weight whereof was a hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl with seventy shekels, after a sexual of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mingled with oil for a meat offering, one golden spoon of ten shekels, full of incense, one young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering, one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five he goes, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Elishamah, the son of Amenahud. On the eighth day, offer Gamaliel, the son of Pedazur, prince of the children of Manasseh. His offering was one silver charger with a weight of a hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl with seventy shekels. After the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mingled with oil for a meat offering, one golden spoon of ten shekels full of incense, one young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering, one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five he goes, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Gamaliel, the son of Padazur, on the ninth day of Abedin. The son of Gidon, prince of the children of Benjamin, offered. His offering was one silver charger. The white whereof was a hundred and thirty shekels. One silver bowl was seventy shekels. After the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mingled with oil for a meat offering. One golden spoon of ten shekels, full of incense. One young bullock, one ram, one lamb in the first year for a burnt offering. One kid of the goats for sin. Offering and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Meben Adan, the son of Gidon. On the tenth day, Ahiazer, the son of Amashadai, prince of the children of Dan, offered. His offering was one silver charger, the weight whereof was a hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl was seventy shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mingled with oil for a meat offering, one golden spoon of ten shekels full of incense, one young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering, one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen and five rams, five he goes, five lambs of the first year. This was the offering of Ezer, the son of Amenashadai. On the seventh, on the eleventh day, Pajiel, the son of Okran, prince of the children of Asher, offered. His offering was one silver charger, the weight whereof was a hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mingled with oil for a meat offering, one golden spoon of ten shekels, full of incense, one young bullock, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering, 
one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five he goes, five lambs of the first year. This was offering a Pajiel, the son of Okran, on the twelfth day, Ahirah, the son of Enan, prince of the children of Naphtali, offered his offering was one silver charger, the weight whereof was a hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl, seventy shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour, mangled with oil for a meat offering. One golden spoon of ten shekels, full of incense. One young bullock, one ram, one lamb in the first year for a burnt offering. One kid of the goats for a sin offering. And for sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five he goes, five lambs of the first year. This was offering Ahira, the son of Enan. This was the dedication of the altar. In the day when it was anointed by the princes of Israel, twelve chargers of silver, twelve silver bowls, twelve spoons of gold, each charger of silver weighing a hundred and thirty shekels, each bowl seventy, all the silver vessels weighed two thousand and four hundred shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. The golden spoons were twelve. Full of incense, weighing ten shekels apiece, after the shekel of the sanctuary. All the gold of the spoons was a hundred and twenty shekels. All the oxen of the burnt offerings were twelve bullocks, the tw rams twelve, the lambs of the first year twelve, with their meat offerings, and the kids of the goats for sin offering twelve, and all the oxen for the sacrifice of the peace offerings were twenty and four bullocks. The rams sixty, the eagles sixty. The <laughs> the first year sixteen. This was the dedication of the altar after that it was anointed. And when Moses was going into the tabernacle of the congregation to speak with them, then he heard the voice of one speaking unto him from off the mercy seat that was upon the ark of testimony. From between the two shrivens, and he spake unto him. Numbers chapter 7, amen. Numbers chapter 8. Uh -huh. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron, and say unto him, when thou lightest the lamps, the seven lamps shall give light over against the candlestick. And Aaron did so. He lighted the lamps thereof over against the candlestick, as the Lord commanded Moses. And his work of the candlestick was beaten gold unto the shaft thereof, unto the flowers thereof, was beaten work according unto the pattern which the Lord had showed Moses. So he made the candlestick. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take the Levites from among the children of Israel and cleanse them. And thus shalt thou do unto them to cleanse them. Sprinkle water purifying upon them, and let them shave all their flesh, and let them wash their clothes, and so make themselves clean. Then let them take a young bullock with his meat offering, even fine flour mingled with oil, 
and another young bullock shalt thou take for a sin offering. And thou shalt bring the Levites before the tabernacle of the congregation, and thou shalt gather the whole assembly of the children of Israel together. And thou shalt bring the Levites before the Lord, and the children of Israel shall put their hands upon the Levites. And Aaron shall offer the Levites before the Lord for an offering of the children of Israel, that they may execute the service of the Lord. <laughs> And the Levites shall lay their hands upon the heads of the bullocks, and thou shalt offer the one for a sin offering, another for a burnt offering unto the Lord to make an atonement for the Levites. And thou shalt let the Levites before Aaron, and thou shalt set the Levites before Aaron and before his sons, and offer them for offering unto the Lord. Thus shalt thou separate the Levites from among the children of Israel, and the Levites shall be mine. And after that shall the Levites go and to do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. Thou shalt cleanse them and offer them for an offering. For they are wholly given unto me from among the children of Israel. Instead of such as open very every womb, even instead of the firstborn of all the children of Israel. Have I taken them unto me for all the firstborn of children of Israel mine, both man and beast. So in the day that I smote every firstborn in the land of Egypt, I sanctified find them for myself. And I have taken the Levites for all the firstborn of the children of Israel, and I have given the Levites as a gift to Aaron and to his sons from among the children of Israel to do the service of the children of Israel in the tabernacle of the congregation and to make an atonement for the children of Israel that there be no plague among the children of Israel when the children of Israel come nigh unto the sanctuary. And Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of children of Israel did to the Levites according to all that the Lord commanded Moses concerning the Levites. So did the children of Israel unto them. And the Levites were purified, and they washed their clothes. And Aaron offered them as an offering before the Lord. And Aaron made an atonement for them to cleanse them. And after that went the Levites in to do their service in the tabernacle of the congregation before Aaron and before his sons, as the Lord had commanded Moses concerning the Levites. So did they unto them. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, this is it that belongeth unto Levites from twenty and five years old and upward. They shall go in to wait upon the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. And from the age of fifty years they shall cease waiting upon the service thereof and shall serve no more, but shall minister with their brethren in the tabernacle of the congregation to keep the charge and shall do no service. Thus shalt thou do unto the Levites touching their charge. Numbers chapter 8, amen. Numbers chapter 9. And the Lord spake unto Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they were come up, up the land of Egypt, saying, let the children of Israel also keep the Passover at his appointed season. In the fourteenth day of his month, at even, yes, shall keep it in his appointed season, according to all the rites of it, and according to all the ceremonies thereof, shall ye keep it. And Moses spake unto the children of Israel that they should 
keep the Passover. And they kept the Passover on the 14th day of the first month, even in the wilderness of Sinai, according to all that the Lord commanded Moses. So did the children of Israel. There were certain men who were defiled by the dead body of a man, that they could not keep the Passover on that day. And they came before Moses and before Aaron on that day. And those men said unto him, We are defiled by the dead body of a man. Wherefore are we kept back that we may not offer an offering of the Lord in his appointed season among the children of Israel? And Moses said unto him, Stand still, and I will hear what the Lord will command concerning you. And I spake unto Moses, saying, Speaking to the children of Israel, saying, If any man of you or of your posterity shall be unclean by reason of a dead body or be in a journey afar off, Yet he shall keep the Passover unto the Lord. The fourteenth day of the second month at even, they shall keep it, and eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall leave none of it until the morning, nor break any bone of it. According to all the ordinances of the Passover, they shall keep it. But the man that is clean and is not in a journey, and forbeareth to keep the Passover... Even the same soul shall be cut off from among his people, because he brought not the offering of the Lord in his appointed season. The man shall bear his sin. And if it's a stranger shall sojourn among you, and will keep the Passover unto the Lord, according to the ordinances of the Passover, and according to the manner thereof, shall, shall he do. Ye shall have one ordinance, both for the stranger and for him that was born in the land. And on the day that the tabernacle was reared up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, namely the town of the testimony. And evening there was upon the tabernacle, as it were, upon the appearance of fire until the morning. So was always that cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. When the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle, then after the children of Israel journeyed, and in the place where the cloud abode, there the children of Israel pitched their tents. And the commandment of the Lord, the children of Israel journeyed, and the commandment of the Lord they pitched. As long as the cloud abode upon the tabernacle, they rested in their tents. And when the cloud tarried long upon the tabernacle many days, when the children of Israel kept the charge of the Lord and journeyed not, so it was, when the cloud was a few days upon the tabernacle, according to the commandment of the Lord, they abode in their tents, and according to their commandment of the Lord, they journeyed. And so it was, when the cloud abode from even unto the morning, and that the cloud was taken up in the morning, then they journeyed, whether it was by day or by night that the cloud was taken up, they journeyed, or whether it were two days, or a month, or a year, that the cloud tarried upon the tabernacle, remaining thereon, the children of Israel abode in their tents, and journeyed not. But when it was taken up, they journeyed. At the commandment of the Lord, they rested in the tents, and at the commandment of the Lord, they journeyed. They kept the charge of the Lord, at the commandment of the Lord, by the hand of Moses." Numbers chapter 9, amen, through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the second segment for Friday, September 18th, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the third segment for Friday, September 18th, Exodus chapter 25, 2 Kings chapter 5, Ezra chapter 1. 
Exodus chapter 25. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speaking to the children of Israel, that they bring me an offering. Of every man that giveth it willingly, with his heart, ye shall take my offering. And this is the offering which ye shall take of them, gold and silver and brass, and blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair, and ram skins dyed red, and badger skins and shit and wood, oil for the light, spices for anointing oil, and for sweet incense, onyx stones and stones beset in effort, and in the breastplate, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them, according to all that I shew thee, after the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all the instruments thereof, even so shall you make it. And they shall make an ark of shitting wood, and two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof, and a cubit and a half the height thereof. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, within and without shalt thou overlay it, and shalt make upon it a crown of gold round about. Thou shalt cast four rings of gold for it, and put them in the four corners thereof, and two rings shall be in the one side of it, and two rings on the other side of it. And thou shalt make staves of shitting wood, and overlay them with gold. And thou shalt put the staves into the rings by the sides of the ark, that the ark may be born with them. This stave shall be in the rings of the ark, they shall not be taken from it. And thou shalt put into the ark of the testimony which I shall give thee. And thou shalt make a mercy seat pure gold. Two cubits and a half shall be the ring length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof. And thou shalt make two cherubins of gold, of eaten work, and shalt thou make them, and the two ends of the mercy seat. And make one cherub on the one end, and other cherub on the other end. Even of the mercy seat shall ye make them cherubins on the two ends thereof. And the cherubins shall stretch forth their wings on high, covering the mercy seat with their wings, and their faces shall look one to another. Toward the mercy seat shall the faces of the shrewings be. And thou shalt put the mercy seat above, upon the ark. And in the ark thou shalt put the testimony that I shall give thee. And there I will meet with thee. And I will commune with thee from above the mercy seat. From between the two shrewings which are upon the ark of the testimony. Of all things which I will give thee in commandment unto the children of Israel. Thou shalt also make a table of shitting wood. Two cubits shall be the length thereof, and a cubit the breadth thereof, and a cubit and a half the height thereof. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, and make thereto a crown of gold round about. And thou shalt make unto it a, a border of a hand breadth round about. And thou shalt make a golden crown to be the border thereof round about. And thou shalt make for it four rings of gold, and put the rings in the four corners that are on the four feet thereof. Over against, come on, and over against the border shall the rings be for places of the staves to be the table. And thou shalt make the staves of shit and wood, and overlay them with gold, that the table may be borne with them. And thou shalt make the dishes thereof, and spoons thereof, and covers thereof, 
and bowls thereof to cover with all of pure gold shalt thou make them and thou shalt set upon the table shew bread before me always and thou shalt make your candlestick of pure gold of beaten work shall the candlestick be made his shaft and his branches his bowls his knops and his flowers shall be of the same and six branches shall come out of the sides of it, three branches of candlestick out of the one side, and three branches of candlestick out of the other side, three bowls made like unto almonds, with a knop and a flower in one branch, and three bowls made like almonds in the other branch, with a knop and a flower, so in the six branches that come out of the candlestick, and the candlestick shall be four bowls made like unto almonds, with their knops and their flowers, and there shall be a knop under two branches of the same, and a knop under two branches of the same, and a knop under two branches of the same, according to the six branches that proceed out of the candlestick. Their knops and their branches shall be of the same, all it shall be one beaten work of pure gold. And thou shalt make the seven lamps thereof, and they shall light the lamps thereof, that they may give light over against it. And the tongs thereof, and the snuff dishes thereof, shall be of pure gold. Of a talent of pure gold shall he make it with all these vessels, and look that thou make them after their pattern, which, which was showed thee in the mount. Exodus chapter 25, Amen. 2 Kings chapter 5. Now Naaman, captain of the hosts of King Assyria, was a great man with his master and honorable, because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Assyria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captives out of the land of Israel, a little maid, and she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her mistress, Would God my Lord were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. And one went in and told his Lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel, and the king of Syria said, Go to, go, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed, and took with him ten talents of silver, six thousand pieces of gold, and ten changes of raiment. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now when this letter is come unto thee, behold, I have therewith sent Naaman my servant to thee, that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. And it came to pass when the king of Israel had read the letter that he rent his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive that this man doth send unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a quarrel against me. And it was so when Elisha, the man of God, had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes that he sent to the king, saying, Wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, 
Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But nay, Amen was wroth, and went away, and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me, and stand, and call in the name of the Lord his God, and strike his hand over the place, and recover the leper. Or and far, far, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel. May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee to do some great thing, wouldst not thou have done it? How much rather then, when he saith to thee, Wash and be clean. Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. And he returned to the man of God, he and all his company, and came and stood before him, and he said, Behold, now I know that there is no God in all the earth, but in Israel. Now, therefore, I pray thee, take a blessing of thy servant. But he said, As the Lord liveth, before whom I stand, I will receive none. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. And Naaman said, Shall there not then, I pray thee, be given to thy servants two mules, bird of earth? For thy servant will henceforth offer neither burnt offerings nor sacrifice unto other gods, but unto the Lord. And this thing the Lord parted thy servant, that when thy master goeth into the house of Remen to worship there, and he leaneth on my hand, and I bow myself in the house of Remen, when I bow down myself in the house of Remen, the Lord parted thy servant in this thing. And he said unto him, Go in peace. So I departed from him a little way. But Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, Behold, my master has spared Naaman the Syrian, and not receiving at his hands that which he brought. But as the Lord liveth, I will run after him and take somewhat of him. So Gehazi followed after Naaman. And when Naaman saw him running after him, he lighted down from his chariot to meet him and said, Is all well? And he said, All is well. My master has sent me, saying, Behold, even now there be come to me from Mount Ephraim two young men of the sons of the prophets. Give them, I pray thee, a talent of silver and two changes of garments. And Naaman said, Be content. Take two talents. And he urged them and bound two talents of silver in two bags of two changes of garments and laid them upon two of his servants and they bare them before him. When he came to the tower, he took them from their hand and bestowed them in the house, and he let the men go, and they departed. But he went in and stood before his master. And Elisha said unto him, Whence comest thou, Gehazi? And he said, uh, Thy servant went no whither. 
he said unto him, Went not my heart with thee, when the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee? Is it a time to receive money, and to receive garments, and olive yards, and vine yards, and sheep, and oxen, and men's servants, and maid servants? The leprosy, therefore, of Nahum shall cleave unto thee, and unto thy seed forever. And he went out from his presence, a leper as white as snow. <laughs> Second Kings chapter 5, amen. Ezra chapter 1. Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled. The Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and put it also in writing, saying, Thus saith Cyrus, king of Persia, The Lord God of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Who is there among you of all his people? His God be with him. And let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. He is the God which is in Jerusalem. And whosoever remaineth in any place where he sojourneth, let the men of his place help him with silver and with gold and with goods and with beasts beside the free will offering for the house of God that is in Jerusalem. Then rose up the chief of the fathers of Judah and Benjamin and the priests and the Levites for all them whose spirit God had raised to go up to build the house of the Lord, which is in Jerusalem. And all they that were about them straightened their hands with vessels of silver, with gold, with goods, and with beasts, and with precious things beside all that was willingly offered. Also Cyrus the king brought forth the vessels of the house of the Lord, which Nebuchadnezzar had brought forth out of Jerusalem, and he had put them in the house of his gods. Even those did Cyrus, king of Persia, bring forth by the hand of Mithridoth, the treasurer, and number them unto Sheshbazar, the prince of Judah. And this is the number of them. Thirty chargers of gold, a thousand chargers of silver, nine and twenty knives, thirty basins of gold, silver basins of a second sort, four hundred and ten, and other vessels a thousand. All the vessels of gold and of silver were five thousand and four hundred. All these dead shush bazaar bring up with them of the captivity that were brought up from Babylon unto Jerusalem. Ezra chapter 1, amen, through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the third segment for September 18th, Friday, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the fourth segment for Friday, September 18th, Job chapter 14, Jeremiah chapter 19, Zechariah chapter 11, Job chapter 14. Man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. He cometh forth like a flower and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow and continueth not. 
dost thou open thy eyes upon such a one, and bringest me into judgment with thee. Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean, not one? Sin his days are determined, the number of his months are with thee. Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. Turn from him that he may rest, till he shall accomplish as a Ireland as day. For there is hope of a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branch there will not cease, though the root thereof wax old in the earth, and the stock thereof die in the ground, yet through the scent of water it will bud, and bring forth boughs like a plant. But man dies and wasteth away, yea, man giveth up the ghost, and where is he? As the waters fail from the sea, and the flood decayeth and dryeth up, so man lieth down and riseth not, till the heavens be no more. They shall not awake, nor be raised out of their sleep. Oh, that thou wouldest hide me in the grave, that thou wouldest keep me secret, until thy wrath be past, that thou wouldest appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. Thou shalt call, and I will answer thee. Thou wilt have a desire to the work of thy hands. For now thou numbers my steps, dost thou not watch over my sin. My transgression is sealed up in a bag, and thou sowest up my iniquity. And surely the mountain falling cometh to naught, and the rock is removed out of his place. The waters wear the stones, thou washest away the things which grow out of the dust of the earth, and thou destroyest the hope of man. Thou prevailest forever against him, and he passes. Thou changest his countenance, and sendest him away. His sons come to honor, and he knoweth it not, and they are brought low, but he perceiveth it not of them. But his flesh upon him shall have pain, and his soul within him shall mourn. Job chapter 14, amen. Jeremiah chapter 19. Thus saith the Lord, Go and get a potter's earthen bottle, and take of the ancients of the people, and of the ancients of the priests. And go forth unto the valley of the son of Hanan, which is by the entry of the east gate, and proclaim there the words that I shall tell thee, and say, Hear ye the word of the Lord, O kings of Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will bring evil upon this place, though which whosoever heareth, his ears shall tingle. Because they have forsaken me, and have estranged this place, and have burned incense unto other gods, whom neither they nor their fathers have known, nor the kings of Judah, and have filled this place with the blood of innocence. They have built also the high places of Baal, to burn their sons with fire for burnt offerings and a which I commanded not, nor spake it, neither came it into my mind, 
Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that this place shall no more be called Tophet, nor the valley of the son of Henan, but the valley of slaughter. And I will make void the cancel of Judah and Jerusalem in this place. And I will cause them to fall by the sword before the enemies, and by the hands of them to seek their lives. And their carcasses will I give to be meat for the fowls of the heaven and for the beasts of the earth. And I will make the city desolate, and hissing. Everyone that passes thereby shall be astonished and hiss because of all the plagues thereof. And I will cause them to eat the flesh of their sons and the flesh of their daughters. And they shall eat everyone the flesh of his friend in a siege and straightness, wherewith their enemies and they that seek their lives shall straighten them. Then shalt thou break the bottle of the sight of the men that go with thee, and shall say unto them, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Even so will I break this people, and this city as one breaketh a potter's vessel. They cannot be made whole again, and they shall bury them in Tophet, till there be no place to bury. Thus will I do unto this place, saith the Lord, and to the inhabitants thereof, and even make the city as Tophet. And the houses of Jerusalem, and the houses of the kings of Judah shall be defiled as a place of Tophet, because all the houses upon whose roofs they have burned incense and all the hosts of heaven, and have poured out drink offerings unto other gods. Then came Jeremiah from Tophet, whither the Lord had sent him to prophesy. And he stood in the court of the Lord's house and said to all the people, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will bring up on this city and upon all her towns all the evil that I have pronounced against it, because they have hardened their necks that they might not hear my words. Jeremiah chapter 19, Amen. Zechariah chapter 11. Open thy doors, O Lebanon, that the fire may devour thy cedars. Howl for tree, for the cedar is fallen, because the mighty are spoiled. Howl, O ye oaks of Bashan, for the forest of the vintage has come down. There is a voice of the howling of the shepherds. For their glory is spoiled, a voice of the roaring of young lions. For the pride of Jordan is spoiled, thus saith the Lord my God. Feed the flock of the slaughter, whose possessors slay them, and hold themselves not guilty. And they that sell them say, Blessed be the Lord, for I am rich, and sent their own shepherds, pity them not. For I will no more pity the inhabitants of the lands, saith the Lord. Below, I will deliver the men, every one, into his neighbor's hand and into the hand of his king, and they shall smite the land, and out of their hand I will not deliver them. And I will feed the flock of slaughter, even you, O poor of the flock. And I took unto me two staves, the one I called beauty, and the other I called bands, and I fed the flock. Three shepherds also are cut off in one month, 
My soul loathed them, and their soul also abhorred me. Then said I, I will not feed you. That that dieth, let it die. And that that is to be cut off, let it be cut off. And let the rest eat every one the flesh of another. And I took my staff, even beauty, and cut it asunder, that I might break my covenant which I had made with all the people. And I was broken in that day. And so the poor of the flock that waited upon me knew that it was the word of the Lord. And I said unto them, If you think good, give me my price. And if not, forbear. So they weighed for me my price, thirty pieces of silver. And the Lord said unto me, Cast it into the potter, a goodly price that I was praised at of them. And I took the thirty pieces of silver and cast them to the potter in the house of the Lord. Then I cut asunder my other staff, even bands, that I might break the brotherhood between Judah and Israel. And the Lord said unto me, Take unto thee yet the instruments of a foolish shepherd, for lo, I will raise up a shepherd in the land which shall not visit those that be cut off. Neither shall seek the young one, nor heal that that is broken, nor feed that that standeth still. But he shall eat the flesh of the fat, and tear the claws in pieces. Woe to the idle shepherd that leaveth the flock. The shield shall be upon his arm, and upon his right eye. His arm shall be clean dried up, and his right eye shall be utterly darkened. Zechariah chapter 11. Amen. Oh, through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the fourth segment for Friday, September 18th. Amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the fifth segment for Friday, September 18th. Matthew chapter 26, Romans chapter 5, 1 Peter chapter 7, Revelations chapter 19. Matthew chapter 26. And it came to pass when Jesus had finished all these sayings. He said unto his disciples, He know that after two days in the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Then assembled together the chief priests, and the scribes and elders of people unto the palace of the high priest, who is called Caiaphas, and consulted that they might take Jesus by subtlety and kill him. But they said, Not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar among the people. Now when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman, having an alabaster box, a very precious ointment, and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. But when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. For ye have the poor always with you, but me have ye not always. For in that she hath poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. 
Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this, that this woman hath done, be told for a memorial of her. Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went unto the chief priests, and said unto them, What will ye give me, and I will deliver him unto you? And they covenanted with him for thirty pieces of silver. And from that time he saw opportunity to betray him. Now the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare for thee to eat the Passover? And he said, Go into the city to such a man, and say unto him, The master saith, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at thy house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. Now when the even was come, he sat down with the twelve, and they did eat. He said, Verily I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. And they were exceeding sorrowful, and began every one of them to say unto him, Lord, is it I? And he answered and said, He that dippeth his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. The Son of Man goeth as it is written of him. But woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? <laughs> he said unto him, Thou hast said. And as they were eaten, Jesus took bread and blessed it, and brake it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup, and gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the new covenant testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. Then saith Jesus unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night, for it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. But after I am risen again, I will go before you into Galilee. Peter answered and said unto him, Though all men shall be offended because of thee, yet will I never be offended. Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, That this night, before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Likewise also at all the disciples. Then cometh Jesus with them into a place called Gethsemane, and saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here, while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith he unto them, my soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry here and watch with me. 
And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed and said, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep and saith unto Peter, Why could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. And again, and he came and found them sleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them and went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples, and saith unto them, Sleep on now, and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be gone. Behold, he is at hand that doth betray me. And while he had spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude of swords and staves, with him the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I shall cuss, that same as he, hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him. And behold, one of them which were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck a servant of the high priest and smote off his ear. Then said Jesus unto him, Put up again thy sword into his place, for all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword. Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my Father, and he shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then shall the scriptures be fulfilled, that thus it must be? And that same hour said Jesus to the multitude, Are ye come out as against a thief with swords and staves for to take me? I sat daily with ye teaching in the temple, and ye laid no hold on me. But all this was done, that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him, and he fled. And they that had laid hold on Jesus led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and elders were assembled. But Peter followed him far off into the high priest's palace, and went in and sat with the servants to see the end. Now the chief priests and elders and all the council sought false witness against Jesus that put him to death, but found none. Yea, though many false witnesses came, yet found they none. At the last came two false witnesses and said, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to build it in three days. And the high priest arose and said unto him, Answerest thou nothing? 
What is it which these witnesses against thee? But Jesus held his peace. And the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjure thee by the living God that thou tell us whether thou be the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus saith unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless, I say unto you, Hereafter shall you see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest rent his clothes, saying, He hath spoken blasphemy. What further need have we of witness? Behold, now you have heard his blasphemy. What think ye? They answered and said, He is guilty of death. Then did they spit in his face and buffeted him, and others smote him with the palms of their hands, saying, Prophesy unto us, thou Christ, who is he that smote thee? Now Peter sat without in the palace, and a damsel came unto him, saying, Thou also was with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. And when he was gone out into the porch, another maid saw him and said unto them that were there, This fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. And again he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And after a while came unto him that they stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou also art one of them, for thy speech bereath thee. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man, and immediately the cock crew. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. Romans chapter 5. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience, experience, and experience, hope, and hope maketh not ashamed. Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in good through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Wherefore, as by one man sin entereth into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. 
For until the law of sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. But now as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift, for the judgment was by one the condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men the condemnation, even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so my grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans chapter 5, amen. Second Peter chapter 2. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destructions. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covenants shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingers not, and their damnation slumbers not. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness, to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that utter should have done godly, and delivered just lot, vexed with the filthy conversations of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them, and seeing and hearing, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations, and they reserved the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh and the lusts of uncleanness and despise government, presumptuous are they, self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not railing accusations against them before the Lord, but these, as natural brute beasts, made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of things that they understand not, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption. 
and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness, as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots they are and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery, and that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls and a heart. They have exercise of covetous practices, cursed children, which have forsaken the right way. Men are gone astray, following the way of Alam, the son of Belfazar, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, that was rebuked for his iniquity. The dumb ass speaking with man's voice forbade the manliness of the prophet. These are wells without water, clouds that are carried with the tempest, to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness. Those that were clean escape from them who live in air. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruptions. For of whom a man is overcome, of the same as he brought in bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein, and overcome the latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they had known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them, according to the true proverb, the dog is turned to his own vomit again, and the south that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. Second Peter chapter two, Amen. Revelations chapter nineteen. After these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. And true and righteous are his judgments, for he hath judged the great whore, which did corrupt the earth with her fornication and the vengeance blood of his servants at her hand. And again they said, Hallelujah. And her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, hallelujah. And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunder, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice, and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife had made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints, and he saith unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called upon the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. 
I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His wives were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture, dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth go to the sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with the rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written. King of kings and Lord of lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together into the supper of the great God, that you may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses of them that sat on them and the flesh of all men both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beasts and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against them, him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. And the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat up on the horse, which sword proceedeth out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. Revelations chapter 19, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order for Friday, September 18th. Amen.